Hello everyone, welcome back to Chibi and Chill, the anime podcast. A few things before we dive into the episode. It is Demon Slayer release weekend this weekend and to celebrate all of my Chibi Demon Slayer illustrations over on my Etsy shop are 20% off for the weekend. It's from the April 8th to the April 11th. There's 20% off the shipping from Ireland Global. Check it out. There's all the favourite characters on there. And at the time of this recording, I'm working on a new one to publish for the weekend. So do check that out. Check it out on Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. You'll see the new chibi going up. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts as well, why not check out my anime and manga weekly news podcast series, Chibi Peace Exclusive, which is an Apple Podcast exclusive series where I dive into the top five anime and manga news stories for the past seven days and share some mini headlines and highlights as well. It's exclusive to Apple Podcasts and you can try a seven-day free trial before committing. It's definitely worth trying out if you're into anime and manga, which I'm assuming you are if you're listening to this podcast. And it's a great way to keep up with all the happenings in the anime and manga circles. Anyway, that's enough of that. So... It's nearly here. It is so nearly here. It's at the time of this recording, we've got about four days, four or five days until it's here. Demon Slayer season three is airing this weekend. This is not a drill, it's airing this weekend, Sunday, April 9th, with the start of the Swordsmith Village arc. It is finally, finally here. So, to kind of celebrate that and kind of follow that kind of theme for the weekend along. This episode, I thought we'd do 20 facts or more. There's quite a few more, but they kind of, each fact is dived into a little bit more deeper than the actual pure fact itself. So you get a few bonuses there. But 20 facts you didn't know about Demon Slayer. So that's both the manga and the anime. So let's dive into some 20 facts you didn't know about Demon Slayer. So Demon Slayer, this series, has become a smash hit ever since season one. And I think season one really helped, or the show in general, has really helped to completely reshape and raise the bar in terms of animation level in anime. And it's created almost like a legacy for itself when it comes to storytelling and the quality of anime that's getting produced. And I think since that came out, studios have pushed themselves to increase budgets, increase time that they spend per episode and really, really create this crisp animation that we've never really seen before there are a few anime that i would always recommend to people who are wanting to get into anime and don't really know where to start and demon slayer is always on that list along with the classics obviously say the moon jujutsu kaisen attack on titan one piece obviously and other ones such as assassination classroom there's a few ones that i always recommend and demon slayer is always on that list it's the one that i say got me back into anime properly after a couple of years i kind of stepped away from it um tried to be more normal and i hated it so demon slayer was the one that really 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 brought me back and it has it has a very soft spot because of that now so the swordsmith village arc covers 30 chapters from the demon slayer manga spanning from chapter 98 to 127 and the first three chapters 98 to 100 are set to be adapted as part of the season premiere, which is a one-hour special episode. So the one-hour special will be airing this Sunday, April 9th. So cannot wait for that. I love it when they do a a 
three episode in one style effort with where it's been an hour long I think that's so so good to dive into a story that hard at the beginning and in the run-up to the new season airing I thought it'd be a great chance to dive into the world of Demon Slayer a little bit more go through some of the characters some of their tidbits some of their trivia and so let's dive into 20 facts you didn't know about this series both the anime and the manga roughly 20 facts maybe more a little bit of a side note before we get started, if you're worried about this episode being very spoilerish and it's going to give a load of the story away, I've tried to avoid them, avoid spoilers. I've really tried to do this as a list of blanket facts that won't give spoilers away. I ended up seeing some spoilers for myself, creating this list. I've not shared them because I don't want to ruin it for anyone else or the rest of us who haven't read the manga. I know, don't don't at me for that. Don't come at me. I haven't read the manga yet. It's on my list. I really want to get the box set because the box art is amazing and I want a complete set like that, but it's 200 euro and I need to I need to save and justify that. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Fact number one is that Nezuko and Chanjiro's family worked with fire. We know that. But even their last name, Kamado, refers to a traditional charcoal-fueled stove. They respect fire and we see that when their father, during a flashback, where he performed a traditional dance in a ring of torches on New Year's Day. That's a really cool scene, and there's an amazing Funko Pop for that flashback. If you've seen it, you know it's amazing, and people were flying to the stores and the online shops to be able to get that pop. It looks so, so good. Fact number two is that the Hasheras are the most powerful members of the Demon Slayer core. We know that, but there are only nine of them. To become one, a demon slayer needs to kill 50 demons, or one of the strongest demons that belong to the 12 Kizuki, the demon slayers that are under Muzon's, the demon king's direct command. So the Hashira each have their own authority over a given region, I didn't know this. So protecting the humans that live there and knowing about any demon activity on their land. I feel like I should have known this, but maybe I just didn't register it at the time. And each of them, as we know, has a different breathing style that they've developed or developed as part of a strand of another Hashira's style. And it's their specific style of combat. So fact number three, our next one, is when Rengoku first became a Hashira, he had to face the flute demon. And in order to defend himself against the flute demon's blood demon art, he intentionally ruptured his own eardrums. So it's not clear whether this permanently harmed his hearing or whether he kind of got it back. But it does go some way to explain why it was so loud, especially on the Mugen train. So our next fact, although it's not stated specifically or explicitly, the manga implies heavily that Muzan and Kagaya, sorry if I read that wrong, are related to each other. Kaguya says that his bloodline was cursed because of a demon that came from it. So the demon was the original demon, quote, which would mean that the first of its kind, so the, the OG one, the very first. So, and we know that Muzon is known as the first demon ever, so it makes sense that Muzon came from Kaguya's bloodline, but how? So our next fact is about Tanjiro. So Tanjiro is the most prominent example of a demon slayer who has a mark on their face. The demon slayer mark. However, he isn't the only one. There are certain requirements or certain prerequisites in order to get a mark which involves surviving a near-death experience but one that you would normally just not come back from. So their body temperatures and heart rates are a very specific number and these are... So the heart rate needs to be over 200 beats per minute 
and their body temperature needs to reach over 39 degrees Celsius. So normally you just wouldn't come back from that. But their mark has shown to extend their speed, strength, lightness and gives them an overall advantage of defeating powerful demons where otherwise they wouldn't be able to kill. So it gives them some kind of supernatural ability or next level ability when it is out. So the next fact carries on this theme. So the marks, the mark does give its holder a certain amount of powers and it comes at a huge price, however, which is the death of demon slayers whenever they turn 25. It's been speculated that this is because the mark absorbs the lifespan of the user and in exchange for providing them with these advanced abilities. I think this, when I found this fact out, this reminded me of the time span in Attack on Titan, where the holders of the Titans will die after, I believe it's 13 years, because of the legacy left behind by Emir. I think that's an interesting kind of overlap between theories. So fact number seven, the first mark, again, carrying on the mark theme, has ever been recorded on a Demon Slayer was in the Sengoku area. So his name was Yorichi Tenzukuni. Sorry again if I completely butchered that name, you can Google it. He was the first breathing style user and later on other men who started practicing the sun breathing technique also came to possess this mark. So it's like they're handed down between the breathing users and their specific style of mark. Ever since then the mark has appeared on the bodies of demon slayers who fit the qualifications of possessing a mark. So again the prerequisites of near-death experiences, 39 degrees, 200 beats, that kind of stuff. So the style of the mark, however, that the Demon Slayer gets depends on the type of breathing style they use, and more often than not, the user has the mark appear on their face. Sometimes, though, it will go on the rest of the body. Depending on the design and placement, I think I quite like it on the face. It could look like a really cool tattoo. However, sometimes it could be... It's probably better for it to go on the body. Our next fact is all about the animation. So the animation cost of making a single... Demon Slayer episode is recorded at around 80,000 US dollars. That is just an enormous number. I think that just shows the level of commitment, I guess, to anime nowadays. Whereas in the 90s and the 2000s, budgets were much, much smaller. They didn't believe in it quite as much. Whereas nowadays, the budgets are getting higher and higher and higher because they know that the fan base will love it and they know... They know the impact anime now has in pop culture. But that's for another story. If you want the history of anime, there is a three-part series over in my discology, I guess. The, the, the library of my episodes. So the next fact takes us back to Kaguya, and we mentioned him a little bit earlier. But Kaguya is the 97th leader of the Demon Slayer Court, and he was only four years old when he became their leader. I was not doing that when I was four, so absolute good for you. Kaguya's father, however, committed suicide when he was 19, unable to bear the thought of having his troop members die over and over again. Kaguya's siblings also died, leaving him to inherit the position of family head at the age of four. All boys born into the clan will die without surpassing the age of 30. Girls born from the clan must be married off and change surnames by the age of 13. Otherwise, they will also inevitably die from accident or illness. So that's quite deep. Imagine that kind of trauma running through the family. That's a lot to undertake and means that he's actually dedicated his entire, entire life to the Demon Slayer Corps. So our next fact is a little bit more lighthearted. So Mitsuri's pink hair is said to be that colour because of her eating too much Sakura Maki. 
Mitsuri was mentored by Rengoku and her love breathing style is derived from his flame breathing style. So that's a little bit of an example of where her breathing style or our breathing style was derived from another Hashira's style. So the Sakura Maki idea actually can happen in real life. So the fact is, the fact is possible in real life due to pigmentation from excess specific food consumption. So that allows for some, you've heard this with carrots, if you eat too many carrots, the skin kind of goes an orange tone. Some foods can do that and Sakuramaki obviously does that. I wonder if you eat so much, specifically your hair changes colour or do you go a little bit more pink? If it's true about the hair, very cool. Maybe I should order a load of Maki and try it. I do think that's very cute though and it fits her character perfectly. So fact number 11 is that like all Demon Slayers, Inosuke has a Kuzugai crow that relays mission specs and different data to them. However, Inosuke's crow has tried to remain hidden or does remain hidden to the maximum amount it can. This, however, means that as a result, Inosuke has tried to eat the poor crow a maximum of 18 times or a minimum of 18 times, which is so many times you think he kind of gets to learn the smell of the crow or relate. Like get to know some of its features, but when you're hungry, I guess you're hungry. <laughs> the bird obviously escapes. Great, good for them. Fact 12 is according to Tenjin, Muichiro and Giyome are the only people that became, or the only Hasharas that became Demon Slayer Hashira level with only two months of training, which shows their insane amount of strength and ability and almost dedication to become this level. And I guess that. That goes to speak about their personal journeys and their dedication to become this level within two months of their training. So our next fact is that though Akaza does not keep in mind an excessive amount of concern about his life before turning into a demon, he does recall elements of his past and he does understand that he does not ever wish to hurt or consume ladies. Um, as a result, Muzan, we spoke about him earlier, King of Demons, Muzan likes him because of this. And he likes him so much that he let him keep some of his core principles as a person. So this often is not a privilege that is afforded or given to any of Muzan's demon army. They're basically just used from end to end. However, it was given to Akaza, which shows that I guess he has a, a more special place for Muzan. And I wonder what more of a backstory there is there. So our next fact is that in order to reinforce his own power and use blood art techniques that wouldn't normally be available to, to humans, Genya the Hashira eats demon flesh. He eats it. So this obviously has some kind of toll on his health and I guess he has to limit the amount that he eats before he turns properly into a demon. So therefore he should get or has to get continual checkups at the Butterfly Mansion to stay himself in good condition. So he constantly has to get checked, make sure you're alright, make sure you're still human, I guess, to that level. Because, I guess, one slightly larger splurge of a meal and full demon. So fact number 15 is that Tandro has a keen nose. And we've seen that exampled and referenced in quite a few episodes. But it allows him to do a little bit more than just smell a really good meal. So it allows him to get the lay of the land, identify threats. We've seen him being able to smell blood from very far away. And with a single smell, allows him to sense what threats or who is nearby or whether it's someone we know or whether he doesn't. In fact, his nose has helped save people around him in the village and elsewhere with just his sense of smell. So Tanjiro was the local detective, if you could say, I guess, 
who could use his sharp sense of smell to find anyone who had gone missing in the village or find someone that had been hurt to get them aid. If he could smell the blood on them, he'd be able to run over and find them and get them help. So it's a sense that's already, without being a demon slayer, has already helped save multiple lives. So our next fact is a little bit more of a real-world fact, and Tanjiro's character design has become iconic now, and his rising sun earrings have become especially iconic because of the design of them. However, the design of these earrings is banned in places like China and South Korea. This is because the symbol of the rising sun is still associated with the atrocities that the Japanese committed during the World War. As a result, Tanjiro's earrings have the symbol of the sun disc flag instead. Fact 17 is that Sakonji is always nearly wearing a Tengu mask, or is always seen wearing the Tengu mask. The reason for this isn't explained in the anime, but there is an explanation. He started wearing it because he has an exceptionally gentle face. So they embarrassed him, this embarrassed him a bit, and he didn't quite like it. And he started wearing the mask to cover it up. So that's quite, that's lovely. I think that's a nice reason. And because of the line of work he's in, maybe the really soft, gentle face just didn't suit and it wouldn't work for him. Maybe he didn't get the trust or the respect that he needed. So the mask came into play. So fact 18 is that unlike most demon slayers who use the standard katana as their weapon of choice, Mitsuri wields an extremely thin, long, flexible katana, which is more like a whip or it's used like a whip. It's been stated or implied that it's made by Techin, possibly due to its bizarre shape, which requires immense expertise to craft. And because of its structure, because it's so long and more whip-like, only Mitsuri can use it without cutting herself. So she's had so much practice in using this blade that it's only her that has specific ability to use it now. And without cutting herself, which can be attributed to, again, the superhuman flexibility that she's known for and potentially has from her mark. It's also said that she has to, to kind of store the weapon, she has to fold it multiple times, which I would do wonder how long that takes, and how gentle you have to be to fold a katana sword like that. Even if it is flexible, I wonder how careful do you have to be before you cut yourself. Fact 19 is that Muichiro is one of only four Hashira who have a standard Nichiren sword. So quite the opposite of that, Muichiro, I'm so sorry if I'm butchering that name again, I've only read it in my head. Muichiro is only using a standard Nichiren sword. Nothing that special to it, it's not like a whip, it's not like it's got an ability or anything, it's just a nice standard sword. And Fact 20, officially the last one, Muichiro wears loose and oversized clothes in order to disorientate enemies. So this means that because of the movement of the clothes and all the fabric, the enemies just won't be able to really see the movement quite so well, won't be able to guess it and judge the movements where he's going to go next. So it means that instead of hindering him because of the fabric, he's, he's able to kind of protect himself a little bit more and be a little bit more proactive with his movements or have the element of surprise with his movements. So these have been 20 or more facts about Demon Slayer ready for us to dive into Season 3 this Sunday. I think looking at some of the characters that we're going to specifically see in this season, like Muchiro and Mitsuri, I'm so excited to see them come to life in the anime. I've seen the posts and the key visuals that we've seen recently look so strong, so interesting, and I love the demon designs in this show. It's one of the things that got me hooked, so seeing them on the posters and the key visuals is 
oh, I'm so excited to see them in, in I wouldn't say in real life, but in, in the anime. Before the season starts, I am trying to wrap up some of the anime that I've already started uh, to make sure that I have a, the time and kind of allow myself to dive into the spring 2023 season fully. So I'm, you know, trying to wrap up all the anime that's on my watch list. There's so many that have already come out that I want to watch and it's only the start of the season. If you haven't watched Hell's Paradise yet, definitely watch that. It's absolutely amazing. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of Chibi and Chill the Anime Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've learned something. I definitely have. Down in the show notes, you'll find links to all of my Etsy shops, my social media and more. My Etsy shop is full of anime merch illustrated by me. Chibi style artwork that's cute and features a range of merch, including phone cases, prints and much more coming very soon. And on there, you'll find anime characters from a bunch of your favourite series including Sailor Moon, Attack on Titan, Black Clover, Demon Slayer, Jujutsu Kaisen and much more. Be sure to follow the shop on Etsy and you'll be notified of every behind the scenes photo, every sale and every new product launch. If you're a mega fan of anime then why not check out my brand new Patreon monthly subscription club. There are three tiers of membership, Chibi Fan, Chibi Super Fan and Chibi Mega Fan with each tier being better than the last. Each month, for one cost, you'll receive free prints, free downloads, and much, much more, including exclusive behind-the-scenes videos, photos, and more of how I create my prints and anime-themed artwork. If you'd like to receive exclusive updates and anime-themed goodies every single month delivered straight to you, then why not check out my Patreon? The link's down below. I'm sure you'll love being a part of the Chibi Weeb fan club. Sometimes finding a birthday card or an occasion card can be a boring task. However, I have some anime themed cards on my thoughtful.co.uk creator profile, which is found in my links on social media. Over on Thoughtful, you'll find a bunch of anime themed cards, such as Studio Ghibli Happy Birthday cards and more with my range being updated regularly. Each card is processed by thoughtful.co.uk with shipping being fast quick and efficient. You can shop my anime themed cards over on my Instagram with my links being over on there. Search Chibi Weeb Anime and you'll find me. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. It really does mean a lot. Please do leave a rating and a review down below. It really does support the show and it's free to do. I'll see you next time. I'll see you next Friday. Have a great weekend. If you're a subscriber or if you're thinking of subscribing or starting the free trial on Apple Podcasts, I'll see you on Sunday for the next episode of the Chibi Peace exclusive Apple Podcast exclusive episode on Sunday. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.